Hello and welcome to the Night Sisters podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Anna Lynn. And I am also your host, Madison. <laughs> and this week we are going to be talking about, uh, since it's the new year, happy 2021. Y'all made it. Yay. Um, since it's the new year, we're going to be talking about the last five years of Star Wars. And since it's been five years really since Star Wars kind of restarted um, mm -hmm. with Disney. And then we're going to look towards the next five years and kind of what we're looking forward to and what we want to see as well. Super exciting. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're going to start our episode off with another small shop spotlight. Uh, today, our small shop is Outer Space Outpost. Um, I personally love this shop so much. We're going to link them on our Twitter, of course. Um, if any of you follow me on Twitter, they made my like Kira cape and earring set, which is insane. It's like my favorite Star Wars merch that I own. Absolutely love it. Um, but they also make a lot of resin pieces, um, T-shirts, and um, upcycled items like dresses that they turn into Star Wars merchandise. It's super cool. They're amazing. It's run by Jessica. She's on Twitter as well. But um, yeah, we just, I love them. And I was super excited to highlight them today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, for news, there wasn't that much Star Wars news. There was some. Um, first, we're <laughs> going to talk about <laughs> the uh, Star Wars facts on Twitter. Uh, talked about how <laughs> apparently J.J. Abrams, uh, before The Rise of Skywalker came out, uh, showed the movie to Steven Spielberg. And the big note, Steven Spielberg, great director, great person in cinema. Um, his note was that he shouldn't kill off Baba Frick. So, <laughs> so apparently Baba Frick died in the first cut or so. And Steven felt that was the biggest issue, or it was the only issue he could see he could fix. So thanks, Steven. <laughs> yeah, as much as I don't think that was the only issue with Rise of Skywalker, I'm <laughs> no. still extremely grateful to Steven for saving the best part of the movie. <laughs> so think, uh, shout out to Bob. <laughs> do you think Steven saw Baba Frick and kind of thought of E.T.? Because like, when, yes. yes. when I read that I was, and they had the picture of Baba Frick, I was like, uh -huh. okay, he's kind of looking like a little E.T. <laughs> that was actually my first thought. But also, Babu Frick, in my opinion, is like the quintessential George Lucas character. Yes. Like, I've, yeah. yes, Babu Frick is George Lucas's Star Wars, if that makes sense. Like, Completely. so it makes sense yes. that his dear friend would be like, let's not kill him. <laughs> Let's not make that decision. Uh, it yeah, the easiest thing he could uh, unkill from the movie. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen, for not doing that with Ben. Good job, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Super grateful that we got to see Babu Frick say, hey, hey, which we would have missed. If he had died, we wouldn't have gotten that iconic moment in Star Wars. And <laughs> so grateful if, that we got that. Died, what if he died right after? <laughs> like <a big> explosion. <laughs> you know i i've already dealt with a lot of emotions from that movie i don't know if i, if I would have made it if he would have killed off babu the little beacon of hope that he is um and that's what star wars is about hope yes hope <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh yeah and in other news this week we're not gonna go into depth with it 
we honestly didn't know if we were going to talk about it. Um, but there has been a lot of fandom war happening between um, sequel fans and OT fans in the last week. Um, it's been very stressful for everybody, and I know it's made both sides feel uh, like disrespected um, within the Star Wars fandom. I mean, you guys know where we stand. We're very, very much sequel trilogy fans. We're girls in the Star Wars fandom, um, and that has made that's how we've felt for the last five years, basically. Um, but it's been very interesting to see Star Wars in the news every single day. Uh, their employees and their fans and the YouTube community and the Twitter community. Uh, it's been very crazy. So yeah, that happened this week. And that's really all we're going to say about it because yeah. there's a lot to dive into. Like we could probably do a whole episode just deep diving what has happened this week. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a lot and it's kind of exhausting. It's because yeah. it's like it – it just never stops, it feels like. Yeah, it never stops. And and at, again, as a fan who's been here, we've been here for a minute, um, it's frustrating seeing Lucasfilm come to the defense of some of the more uh, antagonistic fans in the Star Wars community and and not really come to the defense of other people that have been the victims of those fans. Um 100% yes yeah <laughs> yeah it's a little disheartening um but that's all we're gonna say about it it was a lot and that's we're trying to be a positive light in the fandom and not s- people that are <laughs> like them we want to be we want to be different than that so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but we felt like it'd be weird not to touch on it podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're like trying to be positive and welcoming to everyone because Star we do think that Star Wars should be a big community, for not yeah. for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Um but it would be weird not to talk about it since it's been in the news every day. So there we are. Um so let's move past that and talk about why we're grateful for Star Wars and what's yes. happened in the last five years and and our favorite moments personally and in the fandom in the last five years. And I'm really excited for this conversation. We, yeah, we're going to get going starting with 2015. Yes. Some highlights. The resurgence, the resurgence. Yes. Of Star Wars. Oh my gosh. What are your favorite moments from 2015? So for 2015, I, cause that was, some of you are going to be like, oh, she's so young or whatever. I don't care. I was a senior in high school. Me too. <laughs> that was, yeah, there we go. That's that's how you guys need to know how old we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I was obviously about to start a new chapter in my life. And this new movie was coming. Um, and obviously, we both had Star Wars in our lives, mm-hmm. all, all of our lives. And so mm-hmm. kind of to have this new beginning to begin right as we were having a new beginning um, I think is a big part of why it means so much to us Um, but I just remember in my room on my laptop watching all of the (laughs) interviews Uh all of all of it and just being like completely obsessed like that's all I cared about was how Daisy really was training how Adam Driver like all of it I was watching all of their like movies and shows they've been in and mm-hmm. 
it was just consuming. And then um, seeing the movie, my dad actually bought tickets, not at the theater in our hometown. He thought he did, but it was at a place that was like an hour away. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I remember no. that night so clearly. He brought his um, like original Star Wars action figures in his pocket. It was, yeah. <laughs> so I look over. I look over and my dad's like, Emily, and he like opens his jacket and there's like Luke and like Leia and Han and Chewie. Wait, does he have the ones from 77? I don't know if they're... They like the, were, I think like I know what you're ones, talking yeah. about. My dad gave me those when I was like 15 as like a gift. They were his from when he was like, that's so cute. Yeah, I know exactly which our, ones. They're like in one of our guest room uh, that's closets so cute. right now. Because we just moved. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. My mom and I just found them. We're like, oh my gosh. Because I remember playing with those so much as a kid. And yeah. He brought some of them to the movie. But yeah. So, just, so cute. just remembering that is like highlight. And then That's the so crowd, cool. just like everyone in that crowd was so excited. And being in that like, before, obviously, like now we have like, oh, I don't like this. or whatever. No one was like that then because mm-hmm. no one knew what to expect. So yeah. It was, it was really fun. That's so I love that. What yeah. You? What about you? Yeah, very similar but very different at the same time. So, yes, I graduated high school in 2015. I was very excited to start college and the new Star Wars was coming, which was my whole life. But I didn't want to know anything. I didn't want a single spoiler. So, I watched the first trailer, the one where Finn pops up and he's breathing super hard. I watched the first trailer and I never, ever watched another TV spot, another trailer. I didn't look at pictures online. I did not want to know anything about this movie. I wanted to go in blind. I was so excited. Um, And like it was, I went, obviously went opening night, like bought a ton of merchandise for it, but I had no idea. I thought like, I was like, I was blind. I was blind. I was like. I haven't seen Mark on anything. He's a villain. Like, I don't know. I just went in. Like, I, I didn't want to know. I have to yeah. say, like, even though I watch all the interviews and everything, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. But, yeah. Like, everything was just a shock. Like. Yeah. No, that's so awesome. I, I did watch Girls because I was like, hmm, Adam Driver. Let's discuss. Yeah, yeah, we both went through that struggle. Yeah. Oh my god, rip. Um, but yeah, no, so and then it came out. Um, I bought my first ever Star Wars pop figure, which is a surprise because again, I was a Star Wars fan. It was Poe Dameron. I was just like, I left the theater and I was like, period, Poe Dameron, let's go. Um, and then I joined Star Wars Stan Twitter in 2015. So I have now been on Star Wars Twitter for five years. Uh, since December 2015, which was just thinking back to that, I am still friends with some of the girls I met five years ago. Like that has changed my life in so many ways. I've traveled all over the US to meet people. Uh, some of those people have come to me, like all, and it all started 2015. Like that's super crazy to me. And like I have been on Star Wars Twitter. I know people have been on it longer, but like, five years is a lot of my life. I'm only 23. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Uh, my whole adult life since I was 18 years old, I've been on there. So it's like very, when I was thinking about 
like what's happened in five years. That was one of the big ones that was like a shock. Like it's super weird to think about. Also, I did not read these books until this year, but two of the best things that have come out of the new generation of Star Wars both came out in 2015, Lost Stars and Dark Disciple. Those are my two favorite Star Wars books. They both came out in 2015. Uh, Honestly, might be the best thing to come out of Star Wars in the last five years. They're so good. Uh, Love them both dearly. And I didn't want to include it in the 2020 section, even though I read them in 2020, because they did come out in 2015. So go read those. That's my plug. Claudia Gray, I love you very much. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that was the last little portion of 2015 for me. <laughs> but, yeah. And then uh, 2016, mm. um, which Rogue One came yeah. out. Um, yes. But yeah, what about since I started last, how will you start this one? Yeah, no, so 2016 was a super fun year as a Star Wars fan, not only because of Rogue One, but personally, uh, that was the year of my Disney college program, so I was um, always in Tomorrowland because of, like, Star Tours and meeting all the characters, the Star Wars characters, Um and like seeing Rogue One opening night in downtown Disney was like an experience. Like seeing it at a park. You, I mean, you know that'll be yep. that'll be there for you for 2017. Yep. But that that's like a really good part of the experience. And um, Rogue One meant so much to me. Like just because of how good of a film it was. <laughs> like outside of Star Wars, it's just so good. Um, I was definitely more active in the Star Wars fandom by then, I watched every single... I I gave up on that life of not watching trailers after The Force Awakens. Once I joined Stan Twitter, (laughs) it was over for me. Like I wanted to know everything about the movie before it came out. I was... (laughs) Okay. I love Jin. um, But I was disappointed that they cast a woman that looked like every other woman in Star Wars. So I was yeah. on the train of like, Jin's Ray's mom. Like, same, let's go. Same, 100%. Um, I was a, I, I was still a, am. I still am. <laughs> I was a truther for that. Um, but I introduced one of my favorite droids. I love Cassian. Love Jin. Um, some other highlights. Uh, the Dr. Afra comics came out, started coming out December of that year. And I absolutely adore Dr. Afra. So like, highlight of that year for sure. But yeah, I think that just being in a very Disney-centered, like seeing Star Wars merge every single day at work and like walking by cutouts, giant cardboard cutouts of Jin and Cassian every single day at work, I feel like put me in the mode for like seeing Rogue One. And that was like the best part of 2016 for sure. For sure. (laughs) What about you? So um, because you're born... In the beginning of 97. May. Right? So like halfway through. May. Okay. Because I'm uh-huh. in August. So I actually graduated oh, yeah. high school in 2016. So oh. halfway senior year was 2015. And then 2016. Mm-hmm. And so I started college. And I kind of did like, because getting adjusted to like art school and everything um, mm-hmm. was really overwhelming. So I kind of went a little off. Uh, excuse me, uh, off the radar a little bit with Star Wars, but I was still obviously like always consuming like the trailers and like yeah. another thing that I love about Star Wars is they do cast people who aren't so well known. And so with Rogue One, I was learning all about like Diego Luna mm-hmm. and um, everyone in the yeah. cast. And so I was 
I, I love it because I get to consume new media <laughs> because of them. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, when I came home from my first semester of college, um, obviously my family went to see Rogue One and I just remember just fully crying in the theater. <laughs> just like, ups- like I-, I can't believe these people that I've like yeah. watched all these movies of and like <laughs> all these interviews, they're just gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I was very sad about that so 2016 it was a very obviously overwhelming year with uh starting college so I wasn't as active as I am years prior and then after so it's like all I can think about was my reaction to Rogue One that year just because it was like I was already overwhelmed (laughs) by college Uh and then Uh (laughs) overwhelmed by sadness Speaking of college has triggered the memory of the day the Rogue One trailer came out, actually. So I was in my math class when the Rogue One trailer dropped and I left everything I own in that classroom, took my phone and ran out, ran out of the classroom because it was a small class. So I couldn't like, it's not like a lecture where I could watch it. Like Mm -hmm. in the lecture, I, I had to leave. So I left to watch the trailer and I sat on the floor in the common area and cried <laughs> because I was so excited because the trailer was amazing, right? Like it was oh, so good. Yeah. And that happened with not even in the movie. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, period. But um, I, no one was in the common area, but I sat on the floor, watched the trailer and then just cried. I was so, I called my dad. I was like, did you watch that? Like I was so hyped, but yes, very much. A college moment, like a very exciting memory from my yeah. freshman year of college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 2017. Then. Yeah. Oh, do you have anything else for 2016? No, you should go. Go ahead. Okay. The best year of my life. Go. 2017. <laughs> what a prime, prime year. <laughs> for oh, so yeah. many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Celebration uh, was in Orlando. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I believe. I believe it was. Yes. And I was supposed to go and then I did not. So. Yeah. And I'm upset because it literally was like months before I moved down from my CP. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So my CP was in 2017. um, And I was at Food Wine, but then I went to Backlot Express, which was Star Wars themed at the time, which I was obsessed with. I remember (laughs) um, the day they announced when... um, the last Jedi tickets were going to come out. Oh my gosh. I asked for the day off and I got the day <laughs> off because I'm like, I have to get these tickets, especially at Disney Springs. Oh I'm yeah. Like, I, I have, Cause Disney Springs, like obvious downtown Disney probably does as well. It sells out quick. Yes. Very, very much yeah. so. And I was like, I have to get these tickets. Cause I was also getting them for our friend Andrea. Cause we were going to oh, go together. Period. And, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just remember like, in my my room and my and at Vista Way. Oh, um, Vista Lay, let's go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I was in my on my bed, just like I, I have to get these tickets. Like I just know, and then I did. <laughs> and I was so happy. Um, but yeah, it was uh, Backlog Express. I got to tell Star Wars jokes uh, to everyone. My favorite was because um, I was at the front giving people food and if they had to wait I'd like try to talk them up whatever have you seen Kylo oh if you have like tell them this and I would say like why is um 
Kylo Ren so bad at relationships? <laughs> Why? Because he's always been solo. <laughs> and then, That's good. That's and awesome. then the other one, um, I think one of my friends at a time was told me this one. But what's Obi Wan Kenobi's favorite dessert? What? An Obi Wan cannoli. Oh my god. <laughs> like if they were fun or whatever i'd give them free darth vader cupcakes <laughs> that's so cute but yeah and then galactic nights um which mm. i don't know if disneyland had galactic nights but when a new star wars movie was coming out they would have a special event at hollywood studios which had mm. like some of the cast members would come they'd have special characters out and photo opportunities and they talk about Galaxy's Edge because that was oh, under wraps. Oh man! So I got to work that. I saw a little kid dressed as uh, Krennic oh, from Rogue One. Yeah, he was in his white cape. <laughs> so that was really That's fun. So cute. Yeah, and then obviously the premiere was one of the greatest nights of my life. Andrea and I dressed up as Rey and Kylo. Everyone thought it was Hux. Because I have red hair. I'm like, no, I'm Kylo. Can't you see this scar I drew on my face? Oh, that's so, awesome. So, yeah. And then uh, my friend Estelle and uh, some of her friends came down. And we're at the same... I don't think we planned it. They were also in the same theater as us. And when that's we saw so Last Jedi. So, it was so fun. She was just as Han. But, yeah. I love so, that. That's my favorite. 2017, one of the best years of yeah my life <laughs> yeah yeah mostly because of star wars so thank you star wars and then last oh. jedi obviously i just remember andrea and i like grabbing each other being like we didn't think we were gonna get what we wanted but we did oh my gosh oh my gosh yes what about you no okay so being on star wars and twitter in the year of our lord 2017 was amazing it was insane but it was amazing and I distinctly remember okay so fun fact for all the listeners that have not been here for my whole Star Wars journey I had a Raylo Tumblr right but I was secret I was a secret Raylo on Twitter no one knew I was a Raylo in 2017 before The Last Jedi came out all my friends were aunties and one of them DM me and she's like are you a Raylo? This is in like January of 2017. So like early. And I was like, why would you say <laughs> why would you say that? Because I don't know if any of you guys that are listening remember. Uh it was not okay to be a Raylo on Twitter. For real. I didn't I remember I also was yeah. like kind of hush hush because I saw yeah. like my ex-boyfriend on Tumblr or whatever. I'd retweeted like some anti yeah. thing and be like, this is abusive. And I was like, oh no. Yikes. <laughs> Before my dogs are going insane. Before The Last Jedi came out, like post TFA, you could not you could not be a Raylo on Twitter. It was not like you would get canceled straight up. And so my friend messaged me and she's like, Are you a Raylo? And I was like, Why? Please don't tell anyone. Please, please don't say anything. And she's like, Me too. And like we like hush hush. We're like, okay, we won't tweet about it. Um, but then once once that trailer dropped. I let it be known. I said, I said, he's reaching out for her. Like in that hand part where it's like, 
obviously they cut it and she says, I need someone to show me my place and all this. And she is talking to Luke, but then it cuts to, to Kylo. And it's, it's what happened, basically, like, even yeah. though it was a super cut of it. But um, I remember the the battle, the battleground that Twitter was that day, because everyone was like, you're all delusional. They're not even going to interact in this movie. He's not, he's reaching out for Hux. That's what everyone said. He's reaching out for Hux. And everyone was like, if you think he's reaching out for Kylo, you're delusional. And I'll never, ever forget the vindication that I felt logging on in December of 2017 after seeing that movie and the timeline just silence no back talk <laughs> like we had been right <laughs> like, <laughs> no back it's quiet no back talk no, it was <laughs> such a good feeling um and then after like it was weird seeing the switch because after the last Jedi came out all these people started making Twitter accounts the Raylo community blew up like and this isn't a podcast just for Raylo fans like obviously a ton of my friends aren't but as someone that was very involved seeing the community just explode after the force bond scenes it was it was super cool it was really cool to see and that's like a really good memory obviously actually seeing the film was an amazing memory I okay so I actually I was a Raylo but I was also like I feel like because it's jj's trilogy he's gonna make it be surprise brother and sister because you know i was like i'll be okay if they're related but in my heart i wish that it was canon never in my life thought it would ever actually be canon but like i wanted it i shipped it quietly so i was okay with finray you know what i mean they're cute they're friends i don't like friendship to lovers like ships but it was fine um i thought it was cute so i remember leaving The Last Jedi the first day and my head was just reeling and I was very confused about how I felt about the movie. Um, I left just very like head full, like really didn't have, I, I like cried through it. I loved it. I remember leaning over to my friend and saying, this is the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen in the middle of it. But then when I left the theater, I had all these thoughts and I was like, I don't know if I actually liked it. I have to see it again. So I went the next day as one does. And I left that day and was like, okay, that was the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen. Like I'm obsessed. But it took a second watch. I had to really digest it because it was different for sure. Yeah. and. Yeah. That's why I feel like people that have only seen it once and say they hate it, I I always say give it a second chance because after my first watch, I left and I was like, that was a great movie, but I don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And then the second watch, boom, instant favorite, like loved it so much. So it was a weird weekend. I saw it th- the next day after that as well. But like, um, yeah, just a weird experience, but so grateful for it. Best year for Star Wars. God bless yeah. 2017. <laughs> I I remember like after seeing it because obviously we went when it premiered and so it was mm-hmm. late. I had this video. Andrea took a video of us leaving the theater of just like screaming, and then I took a video and I sound like I'm about to cry, <laughs> and it's just me going, "I got everything I wanted." <laughs> That's so and cute. it's me in Florida in a turtleneck and like it's just so much. It's so much. I love but, that. Uh, yeah, and then I uh, obviously I saw it again too, but um, the 
time I remember seeing it again, it Florida during if you work in the parks around Christmas time, you're gonna end up getting sick. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> so I got a cold, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting over it. It's fine. All I had was a cough left. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the movies when you have a cough. Nope, it's not, not gonna work out. Not you're good. Gonna like you're gonna feel awful. So it's in the middle of the movie. I didn't get the end seat, so I'm almost in the middle of the row. I have a full blaze pizza. <laughs> That's no. what I do when I go to the movies. I bring a full pizza or no. a burger meal. No. Or chicken guy. And so I'm just eating, and all of a sudden I just start coughing, and I feel awful. Because I'm like, these people need to experience this movie. So I just run out of the theater and just cough oh, the storm. Oh uh, my gosh. But yeah, I, yeah. like they're having a great time in there though. Yeah. New Year's Eve of my DCP was one of the sickest I've ever been in my life. And I went and saw Rogue One. Like this is back when people would go out while they were sick. It's so weird to think about that now, yeah, now that there's a pandemic. Like, no. But yeah. back in the day, as if you're all not living the same lives, but thinking back on it, like, yeah, everyone I know would just go out if they had a cold. No one cared. Like they're like, eh. She's sick, whatever. Like, I can't imagine. But everyone but like, did now, it. Now, and it's now like, it's like blasphemy. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely insane. But I definitely had a cold when I rewatched Rogue One. And um, yeah, very similar experience. Very similar. Kind of funny. <laughs> but um, already we're getting to one of my other favorite years for Star Wars, just 2018. Um. Do I go first this time? Yeah. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because it's my year. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. yes, um, yes. I love 2018 um, because my movie, Solo, A Star Wars Story, came out in May. And I will never forgive everyone for that flopping. Not that it really – it still did good financially, but not as good as it could have. Um, if you – Yeah. If you've listened to our other episodes, you already know how I feel. But that was such a good year for me as a Star Wars fan. I have had a permanent Google search tab on my computer. You know how it has like – you can do a tab. One of them's just Kira, and I'm looking at it right now. On my Google that I have pulled up. I've had a permanent Kira tab on my Google since 2018. I cannot explain to you guys how much. And, oh my gosh, biggest regret of my life is when they they cast Alden. I was a bitter hoe. I was not happy about the casting. And I'll never forgive myself. I still went opening night, so I didn't let it really affect me. I was excited for... Like Lando and Kira, I loved Amelia Clark. I loved Donald Glover, but I wasn't excited for Alden, and I was wrong. I'll openly admit that he was amazing. Everyone was amazing. That movie is fantastic. Um, Woody Harrelson, fantastic. Like, I'm so grateful for that movie because that it brought me my favorite female character, which is so important to me, as well as Han Solo was my lifelong favorite Star Wars character. And it meant a lot to me that they did him justice because he was my character until Ben. Like, that was it for me. So to have that movie come out and it be an absolute slapper, so grateful. Um, Also, Rebels, 
ended in 2018. Uh, the last season of Rebels was in 2018. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that <laughs> season, that season's fantastic. Oh. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I, I absolutely love the world between worlds. I love any anything that I can consume about the world between worlds. I'm taking it. So it's so new um, and fresh too. Like Rebels gave us so much yeah, new yeah. stuff to Star Wars. I'm like, use it all, please. Exactly. So that was just a really good year. It wasn't like I feel like when people think of 2018, like because Solo is the least popular of the newer ones i feel like people don't think of it but rebels and solo that's big personally like that was a good year for canon and i'm a big fan anyway how was your 2018 (laughs) 2018 um and that i did a a summer college program (laughs) that year oh yeah and uh it started right around the time solo came out Mm. Um, so one of the first things me and my roommates did was see solo the night came out um so that's a big thing I remember they weren't like they're not big Star Wars fans Mm -hmm. and so I was the only one that knew what was really going on (laughs) (laughs) but um another Galactic Nights happened and this Mm -hmm. time I was like I'm going I'm not working it going yeah and so I got to go and it was I was just by myself um and so I got to meet I got to meet Ray which at Disney World you can't you couldn't meet her. She yeah. didn't have, which is weird. You yeah. couldn't meet Ray. Um, I got to meet her and give her a hug, and it was very nice. And I saw, oh, I always forget his name. He plays Chewbacca now. Oh, yes. I love him so much. Jo- Jonas. Jonas. Yes. Jonas. Eunice? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He was there, and I got to see him do, like, the Chewbacca like, I was like, oh my, I, was, I was just standing here like, oh my god, okay, this is amazing. Um, I got to take a picture with K2. They just had like a little oh. statue. Oh, that's I posted so cool. that on my Twitter today. I just like held his hand. I, he's seven foot tall. I was, I felt so small. That's so awesome. <laughs> and then they talked about Galaxy's Edge again, and like there was just a wall up at that time, and yeah. I would just stare at it. Um, because I worked at Tatooine Traders, which is the Star Tours gift shop at Hollywood Studios, which was a dream come true <laughs> for me because mm-hmm. I got to um, build lightsabers before they had the fancy $100 one at Galaxy's I went there Edge. this year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, before so awesome. that they had like the plastic ones and Tatooine Traders was the only one where cast members would take you through it. Mm-hmm. And so I came up with this persona. I was like, I'm from Bespin. <laughs> and as a kid, Luke Skywalker and like came to visit Lando. And while he was walking through the city, he came across me. And <gasps> I, it, was, it was ridiculous. And I like, I have this ring I wear every day. It says, may the horse be with you. Uh-huh. I've worn it since my first CP. And so I would tell kids like, Luke Skywalker gave me this. Oh. And, like told me like my journey would begin soon. And I'm like, I knew that he was from Tatooine, so I'm like, that's why I came to Tatooine Trader. <laughs> it was a so whole awesome. thing. That like, is Man, so I awesome. Like <laughs> but it was really fun because some kids were so into it, and I'd be like, okay, use the force to like your Kyber crystal will come to you, and it was a whole production, and just seeing kids light up, it was it was yeah. so much fun. Oh my and god! And then adults too, they they loved it. Also. Yeah, no, my brother who's older than me literally built a lightsaber at Tatooine Traders this year like 
I loved the employees <laughs> yes. there oh so gosh. much. Yeah. They were so I... cute. Yeah, they were so cute. So that's yeah. awesome. They, that's... They, just, they just updated it too because it's like a triangle kind of now. Um, when I yes. Was there, yeah. When I worked there, it was so small. It would like crowd in the shop. They just oh, updated it. It was so crowded. Oh, it was not safe, especially when it rained because everyone would stay inside. I yeah. got to project my voice and be like, uh, anyway. But yeah, that's so, <laughs> so cute. Oh my gosh, I got to work there, and it was great because everyone would ask us about Galaxy's Edge because mm-hmm. everyone knew it was being built. And, yeah, uh, I I was one who was always like up to date, like oh this is they talked about this. And yeah, the construction workers used our break room, and so I would always be like they know what's behind the wall. <laughs> that's so awesome. But, that is so awesome. Yeah, and yeah, I still say with Solo. If it wasn't for Mary Poppins coming out, Mary Poppins uh, coming out in the winter, it would have gotten the holiday spot. That is so disappointing. Right and now. the hype in the desert. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So sad. So 2018 was a good year. I yeah. Was, I felt like I was in a Star Wars story. <laughs> I made myself oh my be a part of the Star yeah. Wars story. Annalyn, a Star Wars story. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now let's talk about the busiest year of the last five years for Star Wars fans. 2019. I'm going to have you take it away because, woo. Uh, 2019. <laughs> so, big thing Galaxy's Edge opened mm-hmm. first in Disneyland. I remember, like, I made, I was so excited. For Gal- I'm a huge theme park fan, like, obsessed. And then Star Wars coming into it, two things I love more than anything. It was, mm-hmm. I made a bingo card, and <laughs> I was like, this is going to happen, and like, I think this will be there. And most of the didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> but I was still very much like hanging on to every little thing. I tell people at school, they're like, okay. <laughs> no, I don't understand. No, that's you so can drive cool. the Falcon. <laughs> Seriously. But, yeah, and then uh, Star Wars Celebration also mm-hmm. happened in Chicago, which I've never been to a yeah. Star Wars Celebration, but I was hanging on to everything that was happening. I will definitely <laughs> talk about that in a minute. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, and then Galaxy's Edge opened in Disney World, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to go on my brother's birthday in September. We took a trip down. That's awesome. Um, and we went and... <laughs> I had my outfit all picked out. I was like, yes. My dad and I teared up walking in. Mm-hmm. I looked at him I'm like, are you tearing up? And I couldn't look at him. We both had sunglasses oh. on. We were just like, we're walking in here. Oh, my gosh. Hearing the music, like, when you walk yeah. through that tunnel, it's yeah. something else. And then seeing the falcon, ugh, it, it was crazy. And then we <laughs> got tipsy at... Um, Oh, okay. canteen. Ooh. We really, we almost got every drink. <laughs> What's your so, favorite one? Fuzzy Tauntaun. I love the best one, Fizz. <gasps> okay, period. Got yes. it. <laughs> That's my favorite planet, and then it ended up being really good. I was like, this is for That's me. That's so awesome. But yeah, and then I also like the like petri dish, like the alcoholic like. Yes. That I wasn't expecting to like it, but that was good. Yes. But and then I built a droid. I made BB. R3N, BB oh. Rin. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, and it, it was just great. So, awesome. Galaxy's Edge. Mando. Mando, mm. falling in love. 
<laughs> was like, man, Star Wars is so great. Right, right. <laughs> and oh yeah, then I graduated college in December mm-hmm. of 2019. And then my big reward, the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I was like, yes, I I graduated. I'm going to be doing my dream internship next year. And before that, seeing the rise of Skywalker, seeing my favorite characters, finally. Oh, <laughs> so you can imagine. You can imagine my, uh, <laughs> my reaction oh. leaving that theater. But uh, it was a bit weird, though, because after leaving the theater, I didn't want to not like it. So I was oh, no, hanging same. on. I was forcing I was myself. So same. I was yeah. like hanging on so hard to like this movie that it like it hurt seeing other people not like it. But then I yeah, I was like, like offended even though I knew it wasn't good. <laughs> and so yeah, and yeah. So obviously there's some things I'm like okay, but the other things outweigh, <laughs> far outweigh, and yeah. obviously like. The big thing is people are like, oh, you just don't like it because Ben died. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> there are, I have a whole list. <laughs> I have a whole list. But that's not what this podcast right now is for. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's, m- most of the year was just glee, happiness. Yeah. I feel that. But yeah, Mandalorian really yeah. <laughs> set that high. <laughs> Seriously, so good. But yeah, what about you? Oh my god. Okay. I've got celebration too, please. Celebration. <laughs> celebration 2019. I can't even front one of the best experiences of my entire life. I have wanted to go to celebration since I was a little like since I was a kid. Yeah. Like since the first time I heard about it. I've always gone to cons. Um and I got on a plane by myself. And I flew to go meet a bunch of strangers I'd never met before. Uh, we stayed, okay. Oh my gosh. Um, we stayed at the Congress Hotel. Uh, I don't know if you're on Twitter often or if you followed any of us. We coined the term the Congress Raylo Hotel. And there were <laughs> so many of us at that hotel. So many. And we all just met up every night. I stayed in a room with two non-Raylos, actually. But but our Twitter, we had a Twitter group chat called the Congress Raylo Hotel. We So Al Capone haunted the halls. Uh, there were a lot of murder. It's the most haunted hotel in shit. Like, I think one of the ones in the US. It's We stayed there because it's haunted. So if you've ever seen BuzzFeed Unsolved, they did an episode on the Congress Hotel. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was haunted by Al Capone, so we made a lot of Al Capone memes while we were there. Uh, it was haunted by this woman who killed her two children in the hotel. Uh, lots of, like, mafia killings happened in the hotel, like, in the the olden days. So we went ghost hunting one night. Uh, it's now ha- haunted by Ben Solo because he is dead. <laughs> ben and Al Capone run the streets in the Congress Hotel. It was beautiful, but... um. Other than the place I stayed, celebration itself, I had a five-day pass. I got to meet all of the Twitter friends I'd made over the last four years at the time. Um, I, It was scary. Like My parents were very concerned about me flying to go stay with all these people I'd never met, but it was 
I I met Hayden Christensen twice. Um, Goodbye. Yeah, I, I met him twice. We had split the cost of a meet and greet, and then our friend who didn't go couldn't get a refund on her meet and greet, so we took her meet and greet, so we went two times. Um, I met uh, Paul Bettany, which was awesome. He is uh, – he's in Solo, guys, if you – like, <laughs> but also a Knight's Tale, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, and then, uh, honestly, not even the con, just being with these people I love so much, all these friends I'd grown to just adore online, and like realizing that they're real people, and like we get along well, and like going to panels, like the women, in- we went to the uh, um, Ashley. Ashley's panel for like women in Star Wars. And that was really cool. Um, That was one of the only ones I actually got to go to. The rest of them I watched at the Star Wars show stage, which was super fun. Um, And like even I think the weirdest part looking back is all the friends I have now that I was in the same room as and didn't know. And not even like in a convention hall room. No, like finding out we were standing in the same room for the same little event like a a a smaller room or like my favorite one I think I might have mentioned this before but uh Kyla or Kayla uh Mm. on Twitter she's Kyla Ren go follow her um we took a picture in the same hotel room in my hotel room watching the Game of Thrones premiere we did not speak or interact once I did not know her Twitter at I did not know who she was we are in a picture standing next to each other uh, and I did not meet her until six months later on Twitter or on Instagram that's, and then on Twitter. And now she's one of my closest friends. I'm going to go live with her friends that I met through her uh, in a month. Like, so, and that was just a, two years ago, basically. And like now she has introduced me to my closest group of friends and we didn't even know that we met at celebration, but we full on were in a room. To, it's, so weird like stuff like that I have another friend that like we we're like oh we were at the same panel that's so funny like um just we it's weird it's very weird yeah. um and I feel like it brought me into the fold of like the Star Wars fans but like all Star Wars fans like I back then especially was pretty antagonistic on Twitter especially with the more male older I don't want to say this wrong those fans yeah at celebration you know how they're like a certain way on twitter uh at celebration everyone was nice every single person when you're seeing a person in person because they can't hide behind a phone. Every single older fan was so psyched that younger fans were there. They were not like on Twitter where they're like, you're not a real fan. They were like talking to me about Raylo. It was crazy. Like it was so, it was such a good experience. I love that. It it was, didn't matter your race or your gender or your age. Everyone was just there to love something. And it was such a good experience. I, I, I don't know if I'll ever feel like that again. It was so good. Uh, highlight of the year some other things um a fallen order came out in 2019 oh, yeah. Cal yeah. my baby uh love that I yeah I love Trilla as well um another book I read in 2020 but it came out in 2019 uh Crash of Fate 
my third favorite Star Wars, one of like top three favorite Star Wars books. Oh my gosh. It's about Galaxy's Edge. It's about Batuu. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. It's so, so good. It's short too. It's like an easy one to get through. Such a cute book. Oh, my heart. It's just amazing. Uh, Mando, of course, was great. Tross. I like every Star Wars movie. I have my problems with Tross, um, but I like it. I will never not like a Star Wars movie. I don't care. <laughs> like, I am so yeah. grateful for Ben's redemption. I'm so grateful for the Raylo kiss, um, for Babu Frick. I um, have so many problems from like a filmmaking standpoint, but um, it also gave me some of my favorite moments in the sequel trilogy. And I'm very grateful for those moments, even though it was the m- minority of the film, <laughs> like it's not minority, but it was like the small part of the film, but it was still very good. Um, yeah. I-, I have to admit something. I, I've only seen the film once because, <gasps> no. Oh, no. because I, I know I, people are going to be like, Anna, <gasps> she's so fake. I, I just hurt. <laughs> really oh, that's like, fair. I have to, I have to wait a little bit to watch it again. Because, like, my big thing was how they handled Finn and Poe and, and Rose. Oh, yeah, that so really was, bothered me. I was really upset about that. And I just, like, I couldn't, I couldn't stand. <laughs> my fair. dad has watched it a ton. Yeah. And so, like, the more I watch it, I'm like, this is a beautiful, like, cinematography. I'm like, okay. Like, I just, one day, I'll finally feel like I can watch it. Like, yeah. my heart will be like, you're free, watch it. But, like, right now, I... It still hurts. Maybe when another Star Wars movie comes out. I'll for sure, for sure. I think I saw it four times in theaters. Um, and I've seen it a few times since it came out on Blu-ray. But uh, mm-hmm. it gets easier for me. It was hard. Okay, so I was spoiled. The movie was spoiled for me. The night that yeah. it came out, do you remember the gladiator? Were you there? Did you see that? No, I didn't know about that. What I saw was someone posted like before the movie came out someone posted a gif or whatever of ben and like falling and like the whole thing i saw the picture yeah okay sorry (laughs) but no i i saw you post about the gladiator thing recently the worst night of my life a lot of people (laughs) did too like i was like what is this like i said i think i follow people but i apparently don't Uh that was yeah. so traumatic. Okay, we're going to talk about this. I'm sorry. This episode is going to be this a little long. Yeah. This is history. Um, okay, so number one, I read every single Jedi Paxis update on Reddit every single time they came out, thinking that this would never, ever, ever be real. There was a night in October- November, I think, where my friend and I stood up, stood up, stayed up till four in the morning on FaceTime reading through the entire Jedi Paxis leak and all the comments. And we were like, haha, so funny. This is not the plot of the movie. It was. It was the whole plot. Literally, my one of my I forget what year, one of my roommates from college, um, who had graduated before me, mm-hmm. she was telling me about these like leaks. And I and she was like, I was like, I don't think that's real. They were but all they told her don't tell me anything that's in those things it's just in case and after the movie she was like they were all real they they were correct I was like, they were so real that i was telling my family about them thinking 
that it would never happen. I thought it was hilarious. I told my dad, if I see a pit in this movie, I'm leaving the theater. Two weeks before the movie came out, two weeks before the movie came out, I sat down with my dad and I said, if there's a pit, I'm leaving. Oh boy, was there a pit? Oh, there was a pit. For sure. Okay, so yeah, I read all the leaks, so it was spoiled in that way. And then the night of the Hollywood premiere, which was like two days before the movie came out for us, my friend was in town. We're sitting on the couch with my whole family. Uh, and one minute after it's posted, I see the gif of the gladiator thumbs down. And I started bawling my eyes out. Like, I had to leave the room because I was... I knew immediately that meant Ben died. I knew immediately. I was bawling my eyes out. And then, okay, this is so dramatic, guys. This is so embarrassing. I but love it. <laughs> I had I had never been so hyped for a movie in my life as I was for Trust. Like, it consumed my every – I had just moved to a that new trailer? state. Yeah, yeah. No. I had just moved to a new state in October. So I had no friends. Um, and I – was on Twitter way more than I ever had been in my life. I rewatched the trailers to analyze it a million times. I read every theory. I had my own theories. And when I found out that Ben died, I didn't sleep that night. I was so deeply upset because I, not just because Ben died, but I felt like everything that I had been so excited about, I wasn't excited anymore because I didn't even get to wait to the, till the movie to see it. Then the next day, the Raylo kiss was spoiled, and I felt a little better um, <laughs> because at the point of Ben's death, I didn't know Raylo was confirmed, so I thought Ben just yeah. died. So I was super upset. Um, then the Raylo kiss was everyone's profile picture the day before the movie came out, and I was like, Damn. <laughs> "Yeah, I remember that." I remember yeah, that. so that was spoiled, but I was okay with it. Uh, so then the movie comes around and. I go with my mutual Caroline, who I love very much, opening night, and she didn't know a single spoiler. She had been off the internet for days. I knew the entire plot of the movie, including Ray Palpatine, including Ben's death and the Ray Locus. She didn't know a drop of information. So I had to keep quiet. I wish I was her. I had to keep quiet and it was horrible because I wanted to tell her because I didn't want her to be disappointed in the moment. Um, But in the car before the theater, she was like, you have to tell me, is Ray related to the Skywalkers? And I was like, no. And she's like, is she related to anyone? I was like, yes. And I told her about Ray Palpatine and she started crying then. So I knew it was going to be a rough night for us. And then we're sitting in Tross and the Ray kiss happens and she doesn't know Ben is going to die. No. She's so excited. And I had already started bawling my eyes out because I knew it was coming. She's like, I was excited. Like we were holding hands and I was excited to see the kiss, but I knew. So I was not happy. She's like, what's wrong? And then she looks at, I remember she like asked me what's wrong. And then the next moment, Ben's like fading into the darkness. Literally, I remember like the movie, like there were parts, it's like, this is great. This is great. When he said Ray Palpatine, I remember I was with my family in my small hometown in Indiana. And when he said Ray Palpatine, I literally, I couldn't hold it back. I just went, come on. <laughs> like, I felt awful. I was just like, everyone, I see everyone's face. I know it's mutual. Yeah. And then with the kiss, the whole thing, though, 
I saw photos and stuff like that. Yeah. In my head, I refuse to believe it. I'm I know. I still, yeah, I People still didn't good. fully believe it. I really didn't until I saw it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. And so I like they kissed and I started crying happy tears. I was just like, mm-hmm. like it was just starting to form just like, yes. yeah. And then just the switch it just turns and then I start sobbing and then I see my mom next to me start laughing (gasps) she starts laughing because she's just this is so absurd that my like 20 something daughter is just Mm -hmm. fully sobbing like I don't think I've ever really sobbed that hard no I was a mess yeah because my face was just I had my box of tissues oh I okay I cried harder at mama mia here we go again because I was so happy (laughs) but for sadness Tross is up there. Um, yeah. but I had my box of tissues because I knew just That's in case smart. I was gonna cry anyway, but yeah. I didn't think I was gonna cry like that. I just so, remembered. Yeah. I just remembered that because of my comment about the pit with my dad, I'll never forget. He was so I was sitting next to Caroline. Caroline was next to my mom because I was between Caroline and someone else. Um, and then my dad was next to my mom. Um, when the pit pulled up on screen and said, howdy doody. When the pit pulled up, my dad leaned over everyone in the aisle. He leaned forward and made eye contact with me. And I was already crying. I was already crying. And he looked at me and he like mouthed like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Cause he knew, he knew when he oh. saw the pit that the leaks I told him were true. Oh boy. That was rough. Anyway. I love Star Wars and yes, we we really love Star Wars. And yeah, so some things hurt. Some things you love. Hurt love you. Star Wars <laughs> so much that sometimes it brings pain. Uh, but yeah, that was 2019. We have one more year to go, uh, which is 2020. Um, you go ahead. Tell me about your 2020. So 2020, beginning of the year before pandemic, before anything. Um, I had started working at Disney Creative Group. I was a graphic designer for merchandise and Disney's theme parks and stuff like that. Um, and I worked with a ton of amazing artists and designers who also love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And so it was like fun meeting other artists and professionals who also loved what you love and um, being able to talk to them about it. Um, and then also while I was working, um, because I like to have things on the background, so I'm not in complete silence. Uh, I started watching all of Clone Wars mm-hmm. all the way through, because I've watched bits and pieces, but not the full thing. Mm-hmm. And then I watched all of Rebels. Yep. And <laughs> when I tell you with, I don't think, oh, because I was watching Clone Wars, obviously, because the finale for Clone Wars was coming mm-hmm. up, exactly. which... Um, but then I watched Rebels as well because I knew it was connected, all that jazz. Uh, and then, of course, also um, with the Darksaber, I'm like, I have to refresh mm-hmm. for Mandalorian. Uh, and so I I remember I was working on a project and I got to the part where Kanan did his big sacrifice and just crying in my little cubicle yeah. and just yeah. hoping nobody came and checked on me because yeah. I was like I was working I was working but Traumatic. I was also crying because Very in my dramatic. ears it was just beautiful music and then Ezra's finale as well I yeah. was just like this is amazing and yeah. so obviously it had been out prior but I 
hadn't really been spoiled because like I said I've watched bits and pieces but nothing all at once mm-hmm. so then after that I watched Rebels like four or five times through this year wow yeah it, it became my comfort yeah. Show. yeah and so but yeah and then Clone Wars finale came out mm-hmm. and I just remember like waking oh because obviously it started before pandemic and then the final part of it was when shutdown had started Mm -hmm. and for the final four the one that was pretty much like a movie for um revenge of the sith uh yeah i just remember yeah yeah so i was just like i just remember waking up along with everyone else at like 3 a.m because obviously we had nothing to do it was the beginning of shutdown Mm -hmm. and just everyone on twitter just like talking about the episode after it aired just like being so like this this is top level just seeing like the motion capture stuff that ray park did with like the uh fight scene in that Mm -hmm. throne room throne rooms and uh elevator (laughs) passageways top top places to fight um and just being amazed at that and then yeah the next thing didn't really happen until Mando came out again, season two, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, that took over again. <laughs> I don't know why season two. Oh, I know why. Because Miss Bo-Katan. Oh my gosh! Took my over of my life. I was like my red hair, my red hair queen, my yeah. short hair redhead. Um. So yeah. I, I was just obsessed. I know some people were like, oh, there were too many cameos. No, I'm a I mean, her. She was the best I, part of the season. I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved how she <laughs> she's still herself or she yeah. does not take any crap. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then Pedro Pascal, just great. <laughs> he has gotten me through this year. Yeah. <laughs> Truly with his poggers and just great. Just great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I'll have all the announcements to end the year. Very, very much overwhelming, but also exciting. Just because it's like the end of this like five year like journey we've been through to mm-hmm. end it with like all these announcements for the next five years, pretty much. It's like we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> we're ready to get out of this out of this year and just like start anew. So this year was tough for a lot of reasons, but then uh, Star Wars kind of helped a lot. <laughs> so very thankful. Thank you, Star Wars. And obviously, I was introduced to you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So fun. <laughs> Being stuck uh, means you're on Twitter a lot. And so that means I got to connect more with other Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because... I know because you're friends with Kayla and like Tia and everyone. Yes. And I've been mutuals with them, I think, I don't know for how long. I don't know if it was last year. I don't know how long I've known them. (laughs) I forget. But uh, yeah. And so then I was saying they were talking to you. I'm like, oh, let me check out this girl's Twitter. And then, yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's crazy. And then we started the podcast. Yeah. Oh my (laughs) gosh. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, no, for my 2020. So I started off 2020 in February 
I went to Galaxy's Edge for the first time. Didn't know a pandemic was about to hit three weeks later, but I went. So that was super fun. I had a very just it was enlightening. (laughs) It was really good. Um, I went to Florida, the Florida Galaxy's Edge and had just the best day. Just I got to ride Smuggler's Run. I got to ride Rise of the Resistance. When did you go? February. February. Last weekend of February. I. It's crazy. I was probably there. That's so funny. Like we probably may have passed each other, and we didn't even know. Literally, see, that's so. I love that stuff. That was actually so. I met Kyla in person. Okay, so we had met in person, but we didn't know that we had met. So I had actually met her in person in February, which is insane again, because she's now introduced me to my closest group of friends who I'll be living with. That was this year. Like, I can't believe it. Um, But met her in person. I went to Galaxy's Edge, um, just had the best time. Um, And then lockdown happened. So I started being on Twitter a lot more again. And I made a really close friend of mine. I've met most of my friends, my close friends right now, this year or the end of 2019. Super funny. Um, But I made a super close friend that's super into Star Wars. And um, that kind of got me back into like the shows and the books because I hadn't really been involved in that part of Star Wars in years. I had been when I was younger and I stopped once I became an adult. Um, But I read like seven Star Wars books during quarantine. Um, I read, let's see if I can quickly list them. Uh, Lost Stars, Crash of Fate, Dark Disciple, Master and Apprentice. Come on, come on. I know. Oh, uh, Princess of Alderaan. Um, I'm reading Catalyst and A New Dawn. And I know I'm missing one. I'm missing one. So maybe eight. Uh, during quarantine, which was super fun because, like, um, it was nice to have someone to talk to, like, about the books. Um, And then I hadn't watched Clone Wars since – I didn't watch the Netflix season when it was on Netflix for, like, a year. I didn't watch that season. So I was two seasons behind this summer, and I went through and rewatched the entire series and then caught up. And it was amazing. Uh, just such a good experience. I love it so much. Um, and I loved it a lot more than I did when I was a kid, which was super cool. Um, and then I, with that same friend, just rewatched all of Rebels, um, which I had finished uh, back in 2018. But it was nice to like rewatch all of it after finally finishing The Clone Wars. Um, so that was super cool. Uh I'm so sorry my alarm at my house is popping off right now. Uh, but yeah, I did all of that. Again, we started the podcast, which is something that was actually like one of my secret New Year's resolutions for this year is that Aww. I really wanted to start a Star Wars podcast, but I was too nervous to ask anyone to do it with me. And so I was guesting on a lot of them, but I was too scared to like do it. And then I don't think we've talked about this, but like I had been tweeting on my private Twitter that Annalyn wasn't following about how I wanted to start a Star Wars podcast so bad. I didn't have anyone to start it with. And then Annalyn, we had never spoken. We had like been mutuals because we have, I met a lot like you, Rachel, uh, like Andrea, I met you all this year. 
Um, and you're all like friends, but I had just met everybody. Um, and Annalyn tweeted, I really want to start a Star Wars podcast. And I slid in her DMs and was like, yo, me too. Let's do it. And then like our first ever brainstorming session, she came up with like six names and one of them reminded me of the Night Sisters. And I had just rewatched Clone Wars and I was like, oh, what about the Night Sisters? And we just set, we were just set. And ever since then, like it's been very easy to just like make decisions. So yeah. We were like, we, we just like got along yeah. so well. It's so and, like, our ideas were very similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what we wanted from the I didn't know your views on Star Wars. I didn't know Wait, your I didn't know your so I was I wanted a very positive like fan loving experience but if you didn't want that I was totally fine with that but you did which is so cool like we have a very similar outlook to the whole community and I really appreciate that and that's been like a huge highlight of 2020 for me um but yeah Galaxy's Edge rewatching shows reading books I just have, am more involved in the Star Wars fandom than I ever have been um, just because I'm consuming more media than usual. Cause it used to just Same. be like movies yeah. and I was, I still loved that doesn't make me any less of a fan, but it's so nice to consume more than that. It's like really, it's fulfilling. I don't know. I really like it. So that's been super yeah. fun. And, like, and obviously like you're more in the fandom than I am. And <laughs> I'm trying to like sneak my way in <laughs> with my art mm. and be like, yes, I draw <laughs> No, like ships. Like, look at this. Like, Cassian and Jen, Hera and Kanan. You're literally amazing. <laughs> literally insanely talented, and everyone loves your art. It's so funny going on like friends' accounts and like just seeing your art on there. Friends that like don't know you. I'm like, heck yeah! Like, let's go! Like, it's so exciting. I, you're you're the talents of this operation for sure. Oh, like, no. it's so cool. <laughs> All I do is be on Twitter. <laughs> Oh, same, same though. Like, oh, it's so cool though, and it's made me so excited for next year, um, to have something to work on with you. Like, definitely the highlight of this year. So fun. I love it so much, and I'm so for everyone listening. I am so grateful for the Star Wars friends I've made this year specifically. Like, all the friends I've made this year are so incredible, and I I can't even describe it. Like. It's just been a different breed. Like the the friends I made in 2020 on Twitter are a different breed. Like just amazing yeah. people and people I probably never would have interacted with on Twitter before if like one little connection hadn't sparked all these other ones this year. It's crazy. Like, I don't know. I love yeah. it. I'm super. And, it, and it's like, it's like one of those like connections too. like, like people I've made friends with on Twitter this year, where it's like, you feel like you've known them yes. for more than just like the time you know yeah. them no it's and like, so it, yeah it's like more of a deeper yeah. and I don't know if it's because of like the pandemic or like what mm -hmm. but yeah yeah no it's like the people I've met this year are now the people I talk to every single day and I've never had friends I talk to every day I've had like one but usually it's like that's not how my friendships are which is great and I it's very low maintenance and totally fine but the friends this year are the ones that like they know my every waking moment like it's so funny and I'm just super grateful for everybody um but yeah oh my gosh we are an hour and 11 minutes in and haven't 
this is a super episode for super yeah. super 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 mega night sisters extravaganza quickly let's talk about what we're most excited for for the next five years you go first so i'm most excited for my first celebration (gasps) yay um big part is because like obviously i'll meet you Mm -hmm. and i'll meet a lot of our friends uh, for the first time which i'm really excited for and just being in that environment of other people who love star wars as well um Mm -hmm. so i'm really excited about that um obviously i'm excited for all the shows and stuff i all this week i i i have been writing like little things in my head like oh what if this happened and like in andor i'm like i need diego luna to be able to interact with jabba the hutt so i've written this whole thing in my head where he has to like go to tatooine and like deal with the hut yeah and then like the obi-wan series i'm like oh with obi-wan like maybe we see why he like luke thinks he's a weird old man (laughs) and like maybe he's like he's guilty about anakin and so he may be kind of oh i can't interact with luke what if i caused him to fall as well like just that's awesome i've become a writer i love it i love it so i'm excited to see where they take these projects um, but something that I want to see in the next five years from Star Wars is more diversity, especially, yeah. especially among women. Yeah. I cannot tell you every single project, every single project Star Wars has done mm-hmm. has the lead woman mm-hmm. is white and has brown hair, except for Rebels. Yeah. I literally was thinking about yeah. this today. Like in Clone Wars, uh, Ahsoka is an alien, but the other is Padme. So yeah, like every yeah. everything we've done, like major project they've done, and I just want to see more women of color, like having actual stories in Star Wars, yeah. being able to like have actual meaningful plot lines, and not just being yeah. pushed aside because uh, it's it's tiring and it needs to yeah. change. And I swear, <laughs> if it keeps yeah. happening, oh. Yeah, Super they're getting better. Like with like men, I feel like they're getting a little better oh. with that. Yeah, like I, I feel like they're going in the right direction. Like obviously, like keep going in that direction, but also mm-hmm. like women need those stories as well. No, I was just joking the other day that I have deeply attached myself to every Latino in Star Wars, but now I just have to project myself on men. I want like Latina leads so yeah, bad. Yeah. Like I want to see, I am very privileged to be very light-skinned Latina, but I still don't have the most Eurocentric like features. And I, when I cosplay as like Ray, I never feel fully confident in that. Like, I'm like, I don't look anything like this character. And it, it's, it's hard, especially as a cosplayer seeing white girls cosplays Ray and they look like Ray. They are Ray. But I've never felt that. And so I like project myself onto like Poe and Cassian because I'm like, I look more like these men than I do any woman I've ever seen in Star Wars. And I would really love to see more of that for sure. Uh, the Acolyte more than anything is what I'm excited for in the next five years. I'm sorry. You guys will never shut me up about the Acolyte. I don't care if it's the worst thing that Star Wars has ever made. It'll be my favorite. I'm so excited. Um, 
Another thing, I want an adaption of Lost Stars. I know I'm never going to get it. Or, oh. or Claudia Gray, if you somehow hear this, um, I'm fighting for you to write for a movie. I'm fighting for it because no one does no one does any romance as good as Claudia Gray. She is the queen of romance um, in Star Wars. She knows what it should be. She's good at it. Um, but those are the things I'm really excited. I'm really excited to live near Galaxy's Edge for the first time because I only went the one day. So I'm really excited to like experience it more. I'm so excited for celebration and like seeing who I'm going to hang out with is going to be different than who I hung out with last time. That's weird to think about. Like I've met all these friends this year that I want to go with and like a lot of the friends that went last time aren't going to come again. So it'll be weird. Like it'll be a totally different experience and I'm so excited. It'll be where I live because I'm moving to Anaheim. Um, So that'll be really fun. Um, Still staying in a hotel though. I'm not commuting, but (laughs) But yeah, that's like things. And I really want. Um, oh, okay, Star Wars, listen up. This is my request from the Night Sisters. This is my formal request for um, a remake like Re- Resident Evil did and like Final Fantasy did. I want a remake of Knights of the Old Republic. I'm begging on my knees. I want Bastila and Revan content shoved down my throat. In the next five years, I don't care. Or do a show, but preferably remake the game because the game mechanics are not that good. Um, and you could kill it. Pull a Resident Evil 2 <laughs> and come destroy my life with a KOTOR remake, please. That's my formal request. And that is the last thing I will say on the next five years of Star Wars. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah. Yeah. yeah speaking of like next upcoming... What are like some resolutions? Mm. Do you feel like like it, they can be Star Wars, they can be like regular life, anything? Yeah. Okay. So I have had so many requests for uh, YouTube videos in this last year from like my Twitch viewers and now our podcast viewers. Um, and I did all this work for like outfits for Galaxy's Edge. And, like, I have the video ready. I just am too scared to film it. And so, like, I think my resolution would be, like, not being so – like, people are asking for this content and not being afraid to make it because, like, I'm so scared. Even doing this podcast, you know, every day before the episodes, I'm, like, I'm so nervous. I don't – I can't do this. Like, I'm so nervous. Um, And so that is definitely one of them is to, like, do YouTube stuff. And another one is to just continue to grow this and be consistent with it. And like, I know we've talked, we've had some questions in my curious cat from people and we've talked about like, if we grow, like, what would we want to do with like Patreon and like all of that? And like, I think establishing establishing ourselves in a Star Wars community is like a goal for me personally. And that's like my 2021 goal. And also, uh, being happy <laughs> and living in California and just having a good time yes. and surrounding myself with people like you and like Tia and Kyla and all of them who are just like there for me and like into the same stuff as me. I just love that. And I want more of that in the next year. So that's my goal for 2021. <laughs> oh, yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same with like building like the podcast and like building like kind of a 
community with like followers and all that definitely in 2021 mm-hmm. um and then I also I don't know I hope next year I can save up and like I really want to do a Bo-Katan cosplay <gasps> yes like that's like a big like goal of mine like I'm saving up for that and then for celebration um for the following year because I want to cosplay as her at celebration um but yeah that's a big one and then I want to start reading the Star Wars books yes um, because I, I need to start reading <laughs> I need to start reading them because I just like you and Rachel you've just been <laughs> talking about, I'm like I need to know what yeah. they're talking about because it sounds so good and so yeah and then also I need to know if we ever talk about one of the books or stuff on mm-hmm. the podcast I need to know what's up so yeah yeah that's a goal <laughs> resolution for next year awesome and then um personally I I started um sorry if my chair is squeaking um I started uh Duolingo <gasps> yeah I took I took French in high school and so I started that up and then I started Spanish as well um I started watching Narcos so <laughs> I'm like maybe <laughs> they said agua oh they said God. agua and I was like oh, I, <laughs> I felt so stupid, but oh I felt a Yeah, I'm like Pedro Pascal said water. <laughs> That's amazing. But uh, yeah, it's kind of hard. I started it yesterday, and so um, it's so I'm, I found out I'm better at French. I Me know too. a lot more than I thought. Ah, I'm Mexican, <laughs> and I picked up French so much faster than I picked up Spanish. This isn't a joke. It's just easier. I swear it's easier. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Dang it. I thought, I was like, maybe I'm just... Or maybe it's just like our it. brains. Okay. I don't actually know for a fact if it's easier, but I had... I have... Mm-mm. French was for me and my brain. Some Wait, French easier. words are very... Are more similar to English, yeah. I think, than Spanish. Yeah. But... That's a good yeah. point, though. That's awesome. That's super... Yeah. Because I, I want to be able to, especially, like, living down in Florida, I want to know more Spanish. Yeah. Um, just because I want to converse with more people, <laughs> so yeah. and then French because I want to be mysterious. No, <laughs> that's awesome. But it's hard learning them at the same time though because I've noticed I'll be like thinking of it and then I get them mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, that's my 2021. That's so exciting. Okay, that's so funny that you're gonna be Bo because I've been planning my Sabine cosplay for months for celebration. And we you can. Yeah, I think Tia is trying to do. Oh it my gosh, wait, that's I did not know that. I'll be like. So hey. my lineup for Celebration 2020 was Doctor Afra, um, because I was gonna do the days, all the days. Doctor Afra, Sabine, Jaina solo from like the old yeah. expanded universe, um, yeah. and then Cara Dune. So that's not <laughs> happening anymore. But. Yeah, I had planned on doing Sabine this year, and like my brother and I were gonna make the armor, and then luckily I didn't finish it because we didn't have celebrations. So, yeah, but that's so cool. That's really exciting. Yeah, I I've been watching like tutorials on YouTube. I'm like, how the heck am I going to do this? It's gonna be awesome. And then I was like, let me go on Etsy. Yeah, yeah. I want to make the helmet. I want to make the helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen some of the like chess plate and stuff on yeah. Etsy but I'm like I don't know but we'll see we still have yeah 
a couple like, over a year. No, the bo- the Bo-Katan hype is real. My keychain on my car keys is Bo-Katan. I started watching Battlestar Galactica because I'm obsessed with Katie Sackoff. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, she's so awesome. Anyway, let's do our question of the day. It's your question, so I'll have you ask it. Yeah. Okay, so my question, and then, of course, you guys, the listeners, can also answer this. You can DM either of us. <laughs> but it is, if you could be cast as a character in a Star Wars movie, what would you want to be? As if, like, mm-hmm. a droid, a pilot, rebel spy, like a Twi'lek, like some other creature, who would you want to be? Or if what? I, I have been obsessed with the Sith since I was, like, six, um, so I would definitely be a Sith, but specifically one that falls in love with a Jedi. That's Ooh. a standard, um, for yeah. me, but personality wise, I feel like it'd be more likely for me to be a rebel pilot. I don't know why. I just feel like I have pilot vibes. No idea why, but that's just how I perceive myself. I want to be a Sith. I want to be dark and mysterious and cool and bad, but I, I'm not, and I'm, a pilot probably so that's my i can see you as like a rebel pilot see yeah i don't know i just feel like that's the vibes i give off i'm just like alrighty, guys (laughs) rogue squadron head out like that's just my vibes so i don't know sadly that's not the vibes i want to have but it's the vibes i have so what would you want to (laughs) be um i would want to be i think a rebel spy (gasps) like someone who like goes undercover and like i don't know I I feel like I would be good at it. Yes. Because like I feel like I can I don't want to say I'm a liar, but I can like really hide things. I'm very good at masking myself. Not that. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh but yeah, so I think a rebel spy. Hmm. Um not just because I could interact with Cassian Andor, but mood. Uh, but uh I think it'd be really fun as well. Just being like in the gear and just, yeah, I feel like it would be fun. I love that. I love that so much. What what vibes do I give off? Like, you give off, I could definitely actually see that because you're kind, you're not quiet, but I feel like you have the ability to be. Does that make sense? Like, I am loud and I could not be a spy, but you definitely give off, like, you're personable, which you need to be, I feel like, to get information, but then you're also like, the mystery. I wish I had that. I wish I had a mysterious. I tweet every thought that's ever come to my head. I don't have a mysterious bone in my body. Well, I guess on my private, maybe I don't. But... Yeah, I tweet openly about Cars 3 every single day of my life. It's a sickness. <laughs> we and... are not talking about Jackson. <laughs> Jackson Storm would love a rebel pilot, okay? I don't know why, but he's cutting the mics. We're cutting the mics right now. <laughs> Cut the cameras. Dead ass. Um, but yeah, anyway uh yeah that's that's I I could definitely see you being that for sure or this is probably because you're a redhead I'm so sorry but I could see you working for the empire like very I am not Hux no like I can just see it like you're Hux's little sister I would murder him myself (laughs) which I feel bad for saying but I could just like but I can picture it I think that's why it's because I can visually see it but rebel spy for sure I love that I I don't know I can see that too okay so I used to have a speech impediment and people used to think I was British (laughs) 
So maybe maybe I still get off this British. Empire. You do have a British vibe. I can't ex- in like the best way in like I love British people in the best way possible. You give off Brit energy. And so I could see you <laughs> not like not like Chav energy, but like Brit energy. And I <laughs> and I could see you in the uniform. I don't know. It's a compliment though, because I love the first order and I love the Empire. So it's a compliment. I can, I, I can see it too though. I can see it too. See, I, I wish I gave off that serious, but I don't. And that's a bummer. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys have answers, please DM either of us or I know you guys have been sending stuff to my curious cat for some reason. You can do that, I guess. Uh, or d- DM us at our Night Sisters podcast Twitter. You can also do that. But this has been so fun to look back on Star Wars last five years. Uh, 2015 to 2020 was insane. Um, such a good time to be in the fandom and I'm so grateful for it. I'm And I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the next five years, but but yeah. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm Madison. My social media is Maddie underscore Amadala on everything. It's Maddie with two D's and an I E not D D Y. Um, (laughs) And yeah. Do you want to give yours? Yeah. And then I'm Annalyn. You can find me on Twitter at Annalyn, A-N-N-A-L-Y-N, graceful. Uh, and then that also links uh, to my art account as well, if you want to see that. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And our Twitter is Night Sisters Pod. Um, we tweet the link to that pretty often. So if you follow either of our personals, you'll definitely see it. But thank you guys so much. Uh, another shout out to Outer Space Outpost. I love you. Um, we'll link that on our Twitter today. And thank you guys so much for subscribing. I've we can now see how many subscribers we have that is a new ability that we have today so uh thank you for those who have subscribed on apple podcasts and have downloaded on spotify and apple it's so exciting to see like growth not that numbers matter but it is exciting um for both yeah, of knowing us. people are listening yeah. it's like wow it's not yeah. just us talking to ourselves exactly it makes it feel like we're actually doing something it's really exciting so thank you guys so much um i hope you all have a wonderful new year um and yeah thank you may the force be with you may the force be with you Bye.